Hello and welcome to the What We've Watched podcast, episode number 28. My name is Chris. This is Emmett. And uh, this week we are going to be talking about the movie Wait Until Dark. Yeah, but we're not going to wait until dark to talk about it. No. No. It's, it gets, although it's getting dim. It gets dark really. Oh, actually it does kind of get yeah, dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is. Like, like seriously, we're about 45 minutes away from it being dark. All right, well we can't wait. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> so Wait Until Dark um, was released October. October of 1967, and it was written by, um, well, it was actually based on a play mm-hmm. written by Frederick Knott, and mm-hmm. then the screenplay was by Robert Carrington and Jane Howard Carrington, <laughs> and uh, it was directed by Terrence Young, um, which, interestingly enough, um, we have previously done a film by him. Yes. Because uh, he directed... Um, from Russia with Love, the second Bond film, mm-hmm. which we he, he directed reviewed. a bunch of Bond films. He directed the first two, and then he the, did the fourth. Yeah, uh, um, Thunderball. Because I went, to, I went to a peekaboo, peekaboo, and I was like, yeah. oh, "What else has this guy done?" I was like, "Oh, yeah. oh, 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 he's done he a bunch of movies I've seen. Three yeah. out of the first four. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, he was a huge part of establishing um, the sort of whole feel of what the Bond films were going to be, and like he did a lot of." Um, Sort of like teaching Sean Connery how to like be like you know suave and like mm. sophisticated stuff because you know he wasn't really like that. Oh yeah, uh, at the time and uh, yeah stuff like that is kind of funny. Anyways, this film uh, is not a Bond film. No. Uh, so yeah, like I said, it was based on a play, so it's kind of um, it, yeah. I mean, it has very small cast characters. Very limited. Particularly um, in terms of, it has a small cast, but then it also has even sort of fewer people that Mm -hmm. kind of appear for much of the length. Um, I'd say this film definitely falls into... And a very limited um, location. Yeah, this this film definitely falls into that category of, like, films that are in, you know, like, one room or one, you know... Uh, there's a name for that, but I forget. Like, uh, yeah. there's a particular film well, title name for that. It's like uh, the apartment that it takes place in. Yeah, um, is very open. Yeah, like the only sort of different rooms it mm-hmm. seems like are like sort of like the bedroom and the bathroom. Yeah, which you don't really see much. No. You so, see them from doorways, but that's yeah, yeah. So like the main body of the apartment is kind of all one area mm-hmm. that you can all see. You can kind of see the whole thing at once. Yes. So, um, so there's like sort of a living area and a kitchen area and stuff, and they're mm-hmm. all kind of like together. But it's uh, well, yeah, because it's, it's like a one of those like half New uh, like New York style half basement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Although it's uh, it's uh, not New York. It's um, I don't remember where it's. It's Montreal. <laughs> uh, no, no, it starts. In it Montreal. starts in Montreal. They're right. coming from from Montreal, Montreal. right, right, right. Because it's because they're because they're yeah. smuggling heroin yeah. across the border, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, anyways, <laughs> this is also our first, um, I guess you could say, like, uh, request fulfillment It is, episode? yeah. This is actually, <laughs> was my dad's request, like, mm-hmm. like big time. Like, this is the one thing he was just like, you guys gotta do. Yeah. Wait until dark. Because um, 
he saw it obviously at the time when it was new, and it was just like, you know, um, I did some had reading. a big, big impact. Yeah, on him, well, I, I did some reading and, up on you know he's never really been into the kind of um, you know thrillery kind of stuff. So yeah, I, I did some reading up on when this movie was released, and yeah. um, there was some very like specific requirements when this movie was shown, mm-hmm. such as uh, the lights in the theater had to be dimmed oh, to their yeah. absolute legal limit. Yeah, uh, no one was allowed to leave, and then they the put theater, them right like, down. In the black part, at the in end the black part, they, yeah, they put the lights down right black, right well. black. So everybody would be. No one was allowed black. to like uh, leave the theater during certain parts of the film. Like yeah. they were informed well, beforehand. It's like, a very kind of like Hitchcockian kind yeah. of thing. That, that, and and very there's much definitely so. some similarities mm-hmm. um, in terms of how it plays out. It actually kind of reminded me a little bit. While it's far less, it's less far less comedic, but it reminded me a little bit of like Family Plot mm-hmm. that we did. Because it has a very, um, like Family Plot, it has like a very convoluted plot yeah. line where like I got there's very, all these kind of like like who's doing what. I got a real like a rear window vibe from yeah. from, from from this movie too. Uh, like it's that again like one room, super yeah. limited, um, uh, cast coming in and out kind of yeah, situation. Yeah, so, yeah. so it's just basically the basics idea. So yeah, essentially it's it starts. It's Aud- an Audrey Hepburn movie. It stars Audrey Hepburn. I love Audrey Hepburn. Yep. So this was not. I I was aware of this film. Yeah, it was just one of those. Um, well, I've always, mostly seen a lot of Audrey Hepburn's earlier the works. earlier stuff. I yeah. mean, that's what most people think. This of. is well, this is. Um, Quite towards the end of her career. In fact, actually, after this movie, she did retire for a number of years, yeah. for a, almost a decade, before mm-hmm. coming back and doing a, a couple of more films. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I had no trouble. I yeah, was like, she, oh yeah, this Audrey Hepburn film that I've been wanting to see. Okay, let's watch it. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I mean, she's around 38 or so. so I think so, yeah. At this yeah. point, which... Um, you mm-hmm. know, everyone's so used to seeing her, like, yeah. you know. Well, she had, they had, well, she took a break, they had young kids, she had young kids at this yeah. point, so, you know, it was, yeah. it was one of those, like, oh, that's when kind of well, actors and, do that and, kind of thing. um, one thing, I, um, well, I mean, I'll get to it later. Yeah, yeah, I'll get yeah. to it later, because it has to do with the, the story a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, uh, yeah, so basically, um, the character that she plays is, um, this character, Susie, um, and she's been blinded. Uh, yeah. relatively recently like in an about accident. a year previous they sort of yeah like yeah. not super recent yeah but like enough it's she's been, still... it's been long enough that she's sort of gotten used to the day-to-day yeah. living with it but it's yeah. still relatively new in that you know, well, in still... the movie she's like specifically going to like classes to learn how to cope with yeah yeah still. starting yeah. with like kids books and braille mm-hmm. and stuff yeah yeah to slowly kind of get yeah. those skills going and stuff like that but to be honest i mean she's you know going out and by herself and stuff like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Like, not, you know, not any, you know. She lives her day-to-day, like, yeah, stuff. Yeah, she's able to she, do quite by a lot. herself, yeah. I, her, like, it's funny, because I was joking about, like, um, the, uh, from the, I, I think it was the second of the Fantastic Four movies. The okay. ones they did a little while yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, those first. The Silver Surfer those first, one, yeah. yeah the Silver, I think it was that one, where they had, like, their version of Leisha Masters. Oh, it, yes. I think. Yeah. And I was saying how, um... Uh, oh god, I can't remember her name now. But the actress who plays her in that, mm-hmm. um, who's a good actress, but like terrible, like blind, blind acting, blind black like she just couldn't no do it convincingly. Like it always just looked like it was it was overdone. 
Like mm-hmm. she was tr- trying to do too much, like make too much of a thing of yeah, like, yeah. like, oh, I'm, I, I can't see what's yeah. in front like, of me. And real, like, like hit you over the head, like just in case you forgot. Yeah, this character's blind. yeah. And yeah. it's like you don't want to do that because that's not what blind no. people are like. No, I mean some are, I guess, but not usually. Audrey Hepburn nails. I mean, to be fair, I, I don't know any blind people, no. but she makes it seem super like realistic how she's yeah. blind. Yeah. The reason that I think that that I like her blind acting in this is because. Like I say, it's not overdone. Mm-hmm. It's very clear that she knows, like, her apartment quite well. And she's not... They don't make a point of, like... She's not constantly, like, bumping into things. No. You know, unless something's well, been, like, moved and somewhere. That, she's not expecting it or... You because know, she works out. She she lives with her husband. Yeah. Uh, in this sort of basement apartment. She's a photographer. And, yeah. And they... Um, of course, when you... When you... is one of those... When you live with a blind person... You try to keep your house very uh, mono, so they don't, uh, you know, when you pull a chair out, push it back when you're done. Yeah. Because otherwise, they, they, a blind person won't know. Yeah. And so, they use those kind of elements of yeah. what she's used to, the, how the house should be, and then if how things changes, changes yeah. is, a, is a, a quite a lot of the plot yeah. elements of and, this And of I this like movie. how they yeah. did things like, you know, they had the whole bit where there's like the smoke... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And because she doesn't know what it is, and she, she can't, can't see it, all she can do is smell and, f- and feel yeah. the smoke. Yeah. She, like, kind of starts to panic yeah. Yeah. because she doesn't know well, where it is, fire what it is. You, fire right? that you know is near you, but you can't see. Yeah. It is, I mean, it's yeah, ter- exactly. Fire's terrifying it's already. A, I mean, it's know, totally like, understandable oh, yeah, that exactly, she starts yeah. to panic, right? Like, I it, it was a great feel, moment. Um, now, they never say how she was blinded, yeah. but her, like, very much, like, heightened fear of fire. Yeah. I wonder if that that is one um, of those back think, elements that they never. I think they offhandedly mentioned. I think it, it was. was like, they said it was an accident. I think it was yeah. like a car accident. Car accident. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, that and then she was like hospitalized for a bit or whatever, yeah, and yeah, then. Yeah. But yeah, um, but yeah, the husband. Okay, so her husband is. Um, uh, he's in <laughs> barely the, in this movie. He's barely in the movie. <laughs> and funny enough, but Ephraim, he gets a big credit. Well, Ephraim Zimbalist Jr. <laughs> yeah, is he's a, a really big name at the time. Crazy you know. big actor. To have but they, he only has part. like minutes. Yeah, um, he's like right at the beginning, and right at the end. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, because this movie is basically four people and then hit him. Yeah. Yeah. So know, basically, like... uh, the setup is that there's this uh, woman, Lisa, I think. Her name yeah, is. Lisa. Yeah. And it, like as you say, it starts out in Montreal, mm-hmm. and basically she's got she has this guy uh, sew this the package of heroin into this doll. Yeah. And then they smuggle use they smuggle, smuggle it onto the plane, uh, yeah. onto the plane with that. And so basically, she uh, gives the doll to the guy who ends up being Susie's husband. Yeah, because he's like on his way back. Well, yeah, because well, and she's, she's just going to like get it from get him it later. From him time later, time. he doesn't know anything about no, it. No, of no, no. Like, it's she just, makes him. Uh, they do a scene. It's just so that there's a whole, the whole first part of it's the just movie, so that she won't be found with the doll on uh, her. There's this whole scene, like that whole part is is there's a lot of music going on. Yeah, yeah. And and there's, but there's there's no, talking, but you don't hear. You can't hear the talking. There's no yet. dialogue that you no. actually hear. Yeah, it's interesting. Well, she sees somebody that spooks her. Yeah, you find out almost immediately who that character is. Yeah, like, you see somebody sure who do. spooks her. Yeah, uh, and, you, and she gives the doll, and yeah. so you're immediately like, oh, something's up. And she obviously she needed to get rid of this at the time. You don't know if the character is a cop or a what. Yeah, I mean, that was my first thought. I was like. Oh, it's like a cop she knows or something. I think I feel like it, it kind of at that moment it doesn't really matter. No, no, because no. you get it's the just idea. The fact that she spooked. Is the, you get the, the idea yeah. that it's somebody kind of menacing yeah. that that yeah. that she's worried about or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so the idea is just like you know she'll call call him up and yeah. and you know get get the doll back from him yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
But uh, things don't exactly go according to plan. No. Well, yeah. Um, and this is being a thriller. Yeah. This movie's going to be very hard to talk about without oh, no, no. spoiling. The thing is, is I mean, as, <laughs> as, I, as per normal... I'm trying to not that's spoil... Okay. That's okay. I was actually going to address that because yeah. I think uh, with this, like... It, I would like to just sort of talk about the characters and stuff and maybe not so much Yeah, we don't really... Well, the, because the biggest reason being, like, it would really be hard to talk about the plot. Yeah. All the way through because... Without really just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because you just have to explain everything to, that yeah, happens. Yeah, you have to watch the movie. Which, yeah. you know, we don't really do that anymore mm-hmm. because, you know, we've tried that a couple of times yeah, and yeah, it's, yeah. it doesn't really work out. Yeah. Um, so, also, the plot is so convoluted because... what? Okay, what happens is there's these there's these two, like, criminal guys yeah. and, and then... There's this third guy, which is uh, Rote. Rote. Uh, played by Alan Arkin. Like, Alan Arkin. Young. Who's kind of the, one of the more famous aspects of this movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember hearing about this character mm-hmm. for years, like, not even really knowing anything about the movie, yeah. but just hearing about this character. Because um, he's, like, a total psychopath. But he's, like, kind of just weird, too. Like, oh, like he's, he's like he's like he's straight up like chewing the scenery. Yeah, like like that's the thing. He's, um, he's uh, really if this over movie the top. Was made now. I could see that character being played by somebody like Nicolas Cage. Yeah, he's really or, really, he's, or maybe go like super serious the other way. And uh, uh, what's his name from There Will Be Blood? Like, like yeah, some kind of character too, that can really just go way over the top. He's almost like too ridiculous because yeah. he's so over the top. Um, and there's this yeah, kind of like unbelievably, like an unbelievable bad guy, well, considering how down to earth really the rest fit of the, with the rest of the character. movie. And but I, th- I think the thing is, is part of it is supposed to be. Um, I mean, I know he's supposed that, to be that, scary he's because he's to, unpredictable he, because, because he's complete. Psycho. Because he's so over the top, yeah, it throws all the other characters yeah, off balance. I agree with that. You know? I, I mean, I'm not saying yeah. uh, this movie is too clever for them to yeah. have not thought that through. Yeah. But I just feel like they almost went, really they almost went a little this. too far. Like they almost went a little too far yeah. with it. I think they do a tremendous job of getting uh, this. You know, not spoiling the plot points, but uh, because the main character, uh, Audrey Hepburn's character, is blind, they do such a good job of just not off, sort of offhandedly showing you things so that the audience is aware of it. Yeah. But she is not, well, and which drives the tension yeah. up because you're Cause, like, well, the basic, oh no, oh no. Because the basic you plot know? is that Rote basically hires these two kind of low-level kind of criminal guys. Well, one's like an ex-cop, yeah. and one's uh, you and know. and he kind of hires these two guys uh, to help him retrieve yeah. the doll because they can't find it, basically. Yeah. So he, they, uh, the, the two characters are played by uh, uh, Richard Crenna and Jack Weston, who yeah. are. Uh, if you saw their faces, pretty you well know yeah. them. Um, Rich Krenner is amazing, me, by the way. He, he is, is my absolute favorite awesome part of this movie. He is. Uh, yeah. I mean, Audrey Hepburn's amazing yeah. too, and and I'm not not to put her down. She, uh, but just because of the nature of her character in the yeah. movie, she she's a bit of a sort of a one note character. Yeah, because of uh, that's kind of her. Role I'll, I'll in the get movie. into some yeah. stuff a little but, bit know, later. Like yeah, no, yeah, uh, his character Mike is. But Richard Crenna's <laughs> character Mike in this is amazing. Yeah, um, he, I mean he's great. Like he was the he was the the um in the Rambo movies he was like Rambo's old like commanding officer. Yeah, that's right. It was like the only one that can really like get through to him and like kind of you know. Uh, reason with him and stuff like that, like especially in First Blood and in, in yeah. the original Rambo film, like like it, he's amazing in that. And I mean, that was only like 
you know, 15 years after this, oh, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, no. So, um, but yeah, I've never seen him this young before, but he was, he was so good because his character, even though, so, so what they do is basically they're, they have access to the apartment. They break in before well, Susie gets home. Well, yeah, it, well, so the apartment's that's open. not the problem. The apartment's just open. Yeah. Well, that's, I guess they don't, yeah, they don't yeah. like break in necessarily, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they get in. And getting in isn't so much the problem. The problem is, is that they cannot find the doll anyway. Yeah. Um, and so they basically have to. They do find a safe, though. Yeah, they do find a safe. So they, so they basically have this. The main sort of plot, the main body of the plot of the movie, which, like I say, we won't go through yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. play by play. But the main plot is this extremely elaborate sort of ruse mm-hmm. where. They basically try to get this information about where, where the doll, where the doll might be mm-hmm. that's got this big pack of heroin in it, mm-hmm. um, and so because there's she's, a, well, they first like they have they first discover that she's blind. Yeah, so Which, because she's that blind, scene is both like tense, yeah, and like a little amusing at the same yeah. time. Like I was like, oh, this movie's gonna be, oh, this movie's gonna have a little funny in it, it and then there's no more funny for the rest well, of the movie. Yeah, I mean the only sort of <laughs> funny it's kind of uncomfortable funny but like there's all the i thought it was gonna be a little more that scene seemed a little more lighthearted than i was expecting there's no more lighthearted no not really not really but i mean there is like the weird stuff where because like wrote just keeps coming in with different disguises oh he plays like old man wrote and then old man's young son yeah yeah and then he's the son and it's all part of this whole elaborate plot of like and and it's really it's so it's so convoluted. And, it, well, the, and the funny thing is, is like it goes so far beyond what needed to be done. Like these characters, they they um they basically devise a plan yeah. to to get this information yeah. that is so elaborately it's unnecessary, elaborate, extremely convoluted. But and you're, but you're that like, kind of makes sense. Doing? Yeah, but it, it's kind of interesting though. Like no. you can definitely see oh, yeah. a, a, having its roots as a play. Oh yes, like, yeah, for it sure. totally feels very natural well, as just, that. Just type straight of thing. away, like the limited location yeah. is one of those like kind of play. Yeah, things, and yeah. so the idea. So Richard Crenna is my playing this character Mike. He's mm. kind of like the like the the. The, the good guy like the the good cop of yeah. the yeah. of the criminals group yeah. so he's the one who goes in well and i don't know is he, jack west in the bag he's kind of just the well, he's other the one, cop well he poses <laughs> he poses as the a bad cop, cop yeah. but but i mean well, yeah what i mean because well, he's the old he's what, the ex-cop what that I, used to be yeah, like but, but what i for, but what i mean is is that like yeah. mike is the one who he's like the nice guy or he acts as mm-hmm. like the nice guy so yeah. basically they send him in as he basically uh presents himself to Susie as like a friend of her husband's, husband's like an old friend of her husband's that, you know, they're not that close. So, you know, they don't see each other very yeah. often. Oh, old army buddy, you know, or old army buddy. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Marines, yeah. Actually, I think it was, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, like from the military. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you know, he's just in town and, yeah. and so, but he just presents himself in such a, you know, there's that natural thing that you always want to be like, like, no, don't just like randomly let some stranger in and talk to them, especially like when you're blind and you don't. But he, the way he presents himself, mm-hmm. it seems very plausible. He he's like very charming. He's very you know, and just having somebody there, mm-hmm. it just sort of she feels a little more kind of secure. Yeah, because she's like oh, like he's sort of um, he's familiar by association. Yeah, and so she she doesn't she's not immediately. But the way he presents himself is yeah. very. Like it's very believable yeah. that he is who yeah. he says he is, 
and he acts very mm. genuine, very and, sincere. Well, and then when uh, I, my, Carlino my note... comes and plays, because he comes in as the cop, yeah, and he plays like the like 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 arrogant jerky yeah. cop, and Mike immediately plays opposite to him, like yeah, 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 trying to say like, that. oh, don't give her, you yeah, know, yeah, don't, yeah, yeah, don't yeah. give her a hard time, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's great. Um, although the note I have like regarding that whole st- all that stuff is um that it's just it's hard to dislike. Richard Crenna no. as Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like you know he's one of the bad guys technically. Yeah. And he's just there to like find the thing. And he's a criminal and everything. Well, but like just also, the way he plays it throughout the entire movie, you, it's really hard you not also to have like a, him. You also have a, a reason to sort of like him because you know like he's just trying to get the information. Yeah. Because you know sure. like, well, yeah, like he's, he's straight up crazy and dangerous. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The, and that, the other that character, comes to a head later. You're like, he possibly also like... He yeah, you would, don't he really resort, know. He's kind of character. You, you don't know what he's capable of kind of thing. Yeah. And you're like, so this guy, he's like the bad guy you can like because he's just like... He's he's almost, criminal, but he's not like a evil. It, it's you know, one of those like in a different situation, you could see him just going like if they didn't have this huge elaborate plan, you had you could see him just being like, "Look, I'm the bad guy here. Yeah, tell me what I need to know because if you don't tell me, somebody worse might come asking. Yeah, and it, it almost kind of gets to that, that point. Yeah, like well, things and. I mean, a lot of this is Rote's fault because yeah. he keeps getting involved yeah. because he can't help himself. What's, what's cool is things start to unravel. Yeah, because because of course they do. Well, and that's <laughs> and that's what plan. I wanted to get into was yeah. was yeah. you know we don't have to go over no, no. every plot detail. No, no. But what I really like is that Susie, like Audrey, the Audrey Hepburn character, is not stupid. No, at no. all. She and she actually out, starts to she figure out, out everything that on her own. something yeah. is up yeah. and that. Things are not the way they seem, and yeah. not on the up and up. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's this whole thing with this girl, this young girl that oh, the that girl lives Julie, Julie, who lives there. She's Gloria. She like don't, what Gloria? Gloria, sorry, yeah. She yeah. Uh, who actually uh, that actress plays Gloria in the Sage play. That she's she's oh, okay. the same actress that plays it. In oh, the play. cool. Yeah. Um, she like gets the groceries for them. She's kind of like uh, the young girl lives. Yeah, upstairs. but her parents are always away. What's so weird was she's when sort of like when young he's first introduced. Of. Like her attitude oh! is so weird. You're just like like oh, you're this, like what this is kid this kid is just this kid. Oh. This is like the worst but kid. You I, you sort of realize oh right it's like a young teenager yeah. written in a 60s movie and, and how all young teenagers are written kind of in so, well I didn't really see it that way I, I don't know those kids right at the beginning of the movie there were a piece of work too. oh yeah. yeah well that was very kind of 60s but, yeah, yeah, but, yeah but 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 Gloria <coughs> excuse me Gloria yeah. was something a little different like yeah. I don't know that first scene with her was just weird because like <laughs> she just acts very strangely she acts a little bit strange throughout the movie. super annoying, and I was just like, well, oh man, if this is what this character's going to well, be like, this is going to be painful. Luckily, she's not and that's, No, time, no, she's not like that at all for the rest yeah. of the movie. Oh, uh, you definitely, you, you get that when you find out, oh, she's a character who's like, her parents are never around. Yeah. She's kind of like left to her own device. Probably like a so, bit of a social... Issue. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. like she's not great with like yeah. social Well, actually, situations. her husband brings that up at a certain point. Uh, 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 Susie's husband brings yeah. that up because uh, Gloria just recently had got glasses and now the kids are being mean to her. Right. And, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. So, you know, she just has yeah. some yeah. slight social issues. Yeah. But what's really interesting is how she becomes like a really important sort of ally. Oh, yeah. For sure. Know, and for they sure. have all this stuff oh, where... She's Susie, the unknown ally. Yeah, like. so so Susie has this whole thing where she tells her, like, to to look out 
the window yeah. because she keeps getting these calls and stuff mm-hmm. and then it's like you know the car oh because because they tell her there's like a police car watching the that's house right. and stuff well that's the thing because she's blind. it's all part of the plot they can tell right? her anything yeah, yeah and so and so basically she gets gloria to like to look on these things and then they have this like signal where it's to like call twice yeah you know the two rings and stuff and then she'll know like oh um and they also and then she can do the thing where she like bang on the pipes on the yeah the yeah, wall, yeah that old know. that old uh, that old uh, 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 housing to, thing where you can just hear the the, yeah. the hot water pipes are all exposed up and down the you know, wall yeah that, that uh, she needs her help type of thing mm-hmm. so so there's this they get this whole thing going and yeah basically like Susie figures starts to figure out that something is up and and that mm-hmm. things are not on the up and up and things are not how they're being presented to her um, and it's awesome like she figures out um, that. You know, a lot of the stuff, yeah. like just through, yeah. well, you know, being, and I being think, smart. I mean, basically, uh, it's 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 really great because uh, the way she figures stuff out is uh, some of the things, and this actually leads me to one of the things that does. One of the there's a couple of things in this movie that like bummed me out a bit, and yeah. I think it was kind of like it's fair. It was uh, maybe unavoidable, just being the nature of this may have been a hangover because it was a play. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, pl- when plays well, get turned into movies. What were you thinking? Um, but no, uh, I, because of her blindness, she has to rely on a lot of her other senses. Mm-hmm. And specifically, um, the hearing. And so she knows and she recognizes a lot of things um, by just the sound. Yeah. Uh, and so she figures out a lot of things because things don't sound right. Things right. are making yep. the wrong uh, indication. Yep. And... Uh, like wrote squeaky shoe and yeah well that know, was one of the things of, of the blinds being figuring out opening and closing that was the, well and, that was yeah. one of the things figuring out that the like old man wrote yeah and his and old man wrote son supposedly yeah, yeah. Old, old, she's like wrote why, junior and wrote senior like, yeah. why are they wearing the, the exact same, same shoes yeah. like that doesn't make sense right um, and so that's why she's figuring out yeah, like she, wait a she minute she does a There's, lot of she she picks up on a lot of subtle yeah like, it's sound all, things. and that's the writing and that's the which it, is one of the things that really bothers me because they make a huge deal um how she's able to use a phone on her own mm-hmm. uh because it's 67 it's a rotary phone yeah you know which makes it a lot easier because you can tell where the numbers are if you know you yeah. just have to wait for well, you know where the dial dial, dial all the way back yep there's they a sure there's a fumbling huge, with it a little there's bit, a but. huge um thing brought uh, no, no, an element about this this phone number mm-hmm. and they're consistently doing these it, insert shots they're not terrible insert shots but they're insert shots where they're showing this notepad with everybody reading this phone number over and over again while at the same time saying a different phone number she actively hears him dial a number the, the number written down not the number he says and doesn't call him on it and it is never brought up Hmm. And that really bummed me. I thought for sure, I was like, she's going to hear that he dialed a different number and that's going to hmm. come up. And it never happened. I never thought about yeah. it. So obviously they didn't think it was I, I guess I guess that was, it was just one of those, just because they kept showing the phone and showing the phone. And I was like, she's going to hear when they dial the wrong number. Oh, oh, yeah. okay. Which, I mean, on the, well, on the flip side, you know, maybe with the number dialing, yeah. somebody dialing a phone in the middle of a conversation, fair enough. Maybe she wasn't. Yeah. Maybe she wasn't deliberately paying attention to that. Fair know. enough. I never thought Not about it. Not a big deal. I never thought you know, about it. It, wasn't it was like, just it was just one wasn't, of those. It wasn't like the phone fetish in uh, uh, <laughs> the uh, what was the one. Long Good Friday. Oh, no, no. Not like the phone that, finish in Long Good Friday. That was no. weird. Yeah, that, that was, was odd. Weird. That, that was super weird. Yeah. And I totally forgot to bring it up when we talked yeah, about yeah. that movie. Yeah. But there's just like 
odd shots of phones, phones throughout that everywhere movie. and there's yeah. that weird phone that one really weird, weird one. phone yeah. anyways yeah that's that's different a whole different movie, movie yeah. but yeah i forgot to talk about it when yeah, we talked yeah, about yeah. that movie um so yeah one thing i noticed um was um yeah yeah like uh we kind of have already covered like mm. the note i have here about um i just feel like it really starts to get good when she starts suspecting things oh, yeah and starts making her plans to like yes. to figure things out and mm-hmm. arrange things so that she can like discover yeah. what's going on. That was like I think when it really started to get good. I do like and I, mean, I guess this of, isn't a spoiler. The rest was all kind this of this isn't up. a spoiler because it's a thriller. But I do like despite her planning mm-hmm. because of again because she's blind, mm-hmm. she misses a few things yeah. that have oh, happened. It wouldn't be interesting. So it's one of those neat things where it's not like everything. she makes a plan and it just goes off flawlessly. Yeah. It, it, there, there are trip-ups. No, but it and does it, sort of work so overall. Got, it does yeah. work overall. But it's nice that there is... But, but the thing is, because of the trip-ups, there's, it adds more tension. Yeah. You get good back and forth. Yeah. You know, Because I've seen a lot of movies... Um, not a lot of movies lately, but I've seen a number of thrillers where towards the end when the characters do start to you know, sort of sort of overcome the, the obstacle, everything just kind of smooth sails, and you kind of then, an unsatisfactory ending to a thriller, and this doesn't give you that. This No, this. I love the ending so much. Okay. I, we can't really talk about it. <laughs> I, I have an issue with the ending, only from, like, it... There's a bit of the ending, and I, and I think this is one of the things that... This is a thing that maybe carries over from the play, and it's just... There's a, a certain thing that happens right at the end of the movie that is a done for dramaticness sake, but I feel it is, it's the kind of thing a crazy person would do. And there's, and I, we can't I really no talk idea about what you're it. talking about. Yeah, I yeah. love the ending yeah. because what I love about the ending, I like how the ending resolves. I love what yeah. I love about the ending is the fact that this is a movie from 1967. Yeah, and like she never needs like. Some she does it on her some own. hero to to rush nope. in and save her nope. at the last minute. She does it all herself, yep. Yep. and literally her husband does not get back Til- until it's all done yep. and dealt with and resolved. Mm-hmm. And she she does it all yeah, herself no. while blind. She, like, it's yeah. freaking incredible. She is, both- and it's played out in like a realistic way too. Yeah. You know, because oh, they yeah. have all the stuff where once she knows that basically these guys are are bad no and good, they're yeah. after her and stuff, she goes and um, spoiler, she sm- <laughs> these guys are up to no good. Yeah. <laughs> she breaks all the lights, yes, the the bulbs and all Light the lights, goes around smashing and, them all because she knows where they are. Yeah, yeah, and and like there's the whole thing with the 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 whole recurring thing with the uh, the refrigerator. And because yeah. and, there's the whole, like, when it comes down to, basically, where it's just down to, like, the yeah, fight. Yeah, I don't know. The, this feels like spoiler territory, fight, but yeah. Fight. Well, it is spoiler territory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what? Yeah. Um, but yeah, with spoiler, the Spoiler. Yeah. When it comes down to the fight with Rowe at the end, yeah. like, I love the fact of, um, you know, it's like, okay, she's, like, got all the lights down uh, so that he doesn't have the advantage of being able to see and then there's the whole thing where he opens the, the fridge and yeah. there's the light in the fridge. And she and hears he, the fridge and, open. Yeah, and he kind of does his kind of like, ha-ha moment yeah, yeah, because yeah. now he has light. And, you, um, and then I just love the whole thing and she where, knows. She knows because you hear everything rattling in the fridge yeah. because the old-style fridge, that yeah. and then, the, and then, the motor and in then, it. But like, there's this recurring thing with the fridge because then it also has, um, after, you know, um, once again, you know, this yeah. is the in the spoiler stuff, but um, when he's been... He's, Oh, been stabbed. stabbed, yeah. And he's uh, doing, like, the horror movie thing where, like, 
like it's like he's down. He, he you know she's got him, yeah. but then like no no he's he's still alive. Yeah, and he's pulling himself. Oh, you totally think he's dead he, at one point. Yeah, yeah. And, and he he pulls the knife out of himself and he uses it to drag himself across the floor towards her, mm-hmm. so that he can get her. And she actually goes and opens the fridge in front of her, basically, mm-hmm. and uses like the a fridge shield. door as basically a shield. shield yeah. until he finally dies from his wound. Yeah, yeah. And like <laughs> the, the, the 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 China hutch falls like that. that too, his, yeah. I think it's in his effort to try and get to yeah, her. That it just, too. It just, yeah, but, but of course you can't see any of this because it's all dark and yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Great. But I mean, yeah. you see a little bit when the fridge is open, obviously. But like, and so when they get when when all the people you know when people arrive at the end, like her husband get, gets there and stuff like that, she's still like behind the fridge door, yeah. and it was like using it like as like a shield and stuff. I I just was like that was amazing. Mm-hmm. I loved all yeah. that stuff. Oh yeah. yeah. Like I was just like man. Like, the fact that she's allowed to be, like, her own hero, not just throughout the movie, but right Right to to the the end. end. And that she deals with it all herself is, like, all the more amazing when you think of it being Mm -hmm. an old movie. Yeah. And it is, like, a more sort of, you know, chauvinistic time. Yeah. And then, even now, that would be pretty yeah. good, cool, you know? Like, but back I, then... And I guess that... that she I, barely I, even gets any help. Like, no. Gloria helps her a little bit yeah. with some of the... Like, She's basically, like, the, the, the outside stuff, out. stuff that she... But she does almost all of it her, she needs, by yeah. herself. Like, it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, which, I guess, th- this leads to the thing I was talking That's about. That's fine. Which was, right at the end, when her husband comes yeah. and everything, and... He's there. She's in the kitchen. They yeah. find her behind the, 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 the yeah, fridge yeah. door. And her husband is standing in the living room. And he tells her to come to him. Because it's yeah. something they do throughout the movie. Yeah, yeah. Because he, he's trying to force her to do things on her own. Right. I felt that was a little... Like, really? You wouldn't... You find your wife covered in blood, right. cowering behind okay, the fridge I, I with mean. dead bodies. You wouldn't just rush to her. I see No, you, you go, walk to me. That, and the thing is, is I... I feel in a play, yeah. in a theater scenario, a little more height, would, heightened drama. That would be awesome. Yeah. In this, it felt like, oh, her husband's a maniac. Well, I think <laughs> that's, know? I think that's over. You, you know what I mean? I, I'm exaggerating. I think you're exaggerating I, I quite it, a lot. I felt like, I felt like but, that was him, like a little, like I feel maybe he could have rushed to her. Yeah. And then, I, w- I and would then, never like, thought of that he, in the she, moment. But she could have said, interesting perspective. she could have, she could have been like. Like I'm, and then she could have on her own yeah. made the move to come to him, yeah. rather than him prompting her. It's but... an interesting perspective. I yeah, never yeah, would yeah. have thought of that. I, I was just like, because it was just such a triumphant moment. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That I well, was that just was like, I didn't yeah, even yeah, care. I was just yeah. like, I was just like, like I, I said, it wasn't a big thing. I was, was just like, uh, I was just like, really? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. the husband gets home, and I'm just like, uh, <laughs> he has to step over body, and it's just like, I'm just like, don't worry about it. I took care of it. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. Did yeah. you? Could have got back like 10 minutes ago, yeah, yeah. but you know, Hope whatever. Took, some good photos. took care of it. Yeah. Well, no, because I mean, they, they specifically, that's part of the plot, lies. is that they send him. He was him, lured away They by send him on a wild yeah. goose chase of like yeah. basically setting up a job for him that wasn't, yeah. that was Way a, out of town. a fake, yeah. a fake job. Yeah. Um, but one thing I'd, uh, uh, noticed, um, we can kind of, this is like end of spoilers here, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for now. But one thing that I really noticed was, um, uh, Audrey Hepburn is like super, super skinny in this movie. Yeah, like almost kind of looks almost unhealthy at times. Uh, there's a number of movies around this time and, that she um, looked like that. Well, I actually because when I was reading just the basic like backstory on the movie, like of like you know the, just the standard like basic research that we do. Yeah, um, it was talking about how like 
uh, a lot of that was because um, she actually did like lose a bunch of weight around this time um, because it was like the stress of um, basically her marriage at the yeah. time was coming to an end. Yeah. And her husband. It's another one of the reasons she retired after yeah, this. Her yeah. husband, uh, Mel Ferrer, mm-hmm. was the producer of this movie. Yeah. So literally, she's splitting up with him at the same time as making Working. this movie with yeah. him being the producer. And it was just very stressful. Yeah. Um, and apparently, um, from what I read, like, they're saying, like, um, Terrence Young, the, the director, and, and Richard Crana were, like, very, like, kind of helped, like, they just created, like, a really good atmosphere yeah. for her on the set and stuff and, and like, helped kind of support her mm-hmm. a bit. Um, so that sort of helped a lot. But this is it was still just a stressful time. One of those, like, films where you could definitely see, like, when the camera goes cut, like, because of, like, where scene changes and stuff, like, have... You could almost see, like, the actors being, like, like start laughing about, like, whoa, we almost, like, totally botched that. Or, you know, like, they're, they're being, because the movie's so high tension, yeah. the, the behind the scenes could be very lighthearted between the characters. Well, you um, would hope, but you know. I find, yeah, maybe it's not yeah. always that way. I don't know. Um, I don't know anything about that. But. Uh, <laughs> just, you, you could, um, just sort of... Uh, you get that vibe where maybe these characters, these, these actors worked well together. Yeah, you know? well, I mean, yeah. I, I'm, I'm guessing no. that's the case from what it said about, no. like, with Richard Crenna um, and stuff that... Really like the music in this. Yeah, the music's um, good. I, I I actually liked it enough to do a little research on it, um, mm-hmm. which I rarely do with music and films. And uh, evidently there was... Um, Terrence did some, uh, like, he went really hard into the score on this, like... Um, like real hands on, like crafting, the crafting the score how, how they um, wanted it, and he deliberately um, the two people who did the score um, got them to play the the music like one sort of uh, uh, the measure slightly off from the other rather than like joined um, to make it like to make it more unsettling, more intense. Yeah, and it was actually like uh, I, I can't remember the name now, but uh, mm-hmm. one of the the because it was the the, t- the two pianists. Okay, uh, one of them was like after they had been doing it for a while, was like like can we stop and take a break? Like doing this, like having to do this is yeah. actually making him physically ill. Yeah, having yeah. to keep the tempo up. Yeah, and yeah. like what it was doing to him mentally right. to keep uh, up sense. with it. Yeah. I was like, oh wow! Like you, you succeeded in your yeah. score when you're you're making people it's ill. Just a more yeah, unsettling. like to rise the unsettling Make tension. It. Yeah, of it. no, yeah. I agree. It was yeah. it was cool. Yeah, well, you definitely again for the time it, movies in the '60s. Like often the score was very uh, often over the top and very yeah. you know dun 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 and this didn't have that it, no. it had it was very um crafted well, well very it was starting crafted, to get you know. it was starting to get into an era a more experimental era yeah, yeah. at that point where people were late 60s people early were 70s, starting yeah. to experiment a little bit like uh, another big one is like cuz the this would have been like a year before cuz the 68 was the uh, original planet of the apes movie and um and basically, like um, that had a Jerry does Jerry Goldsmith um, did the score for Planet of the Apes, and mm-hmm. and it was like he was allowed to just like he was just like allowed off the leash and, yeah, and to just yeah. like really experiment. And I feel like this is kind of a similar situation where it was like they were really willing to go out of the box of yeah. what your standard kind of film score was mm-hmm. allowed to be. Uh, in order to get the right kind of feeling for the movie yeah. that they wanted, um, I yeah, I thought that was great. I, I agree with all that. Um, mm-hmm. I was somewhat aware of that, but I didn't really delve too deep into it. Yeah. Um, it I was, did, it was more of a curiosity. It didn't because stand so much out. of this movie was yeah. so 
everything is so well crafted. It didn't in this so movie. much stand out for me because, not in a bad way, but just because it fits the movie so well yeah, yeah, yeah. that it just sort of blended into becoming a natural part of the movie. And so I didn't really think about it as much, even though it's worth putting some thought into yeah. because it, it was really cool from that standpoint. Mm-hmm. Like they obviously put a lot of thought into into it, but I just felt like. I didn't even think about it that much because it was so well integrated, perfectly integrated with the style yeah. of the movie yeah. that it just kind of felt like a complete so much, package. So much of this movie, I mean, this movie is really... That's why I'm... Uh, everything just, like, from, like like we talked about, like the, the, the interaction between the actors, yeah. the convoluted plot, but uh, done in such a way that you're never going, what? Uh, the the no, it's not a confusing plot. It's just very. It, but that's it, a fine it's line. Just very it's very easy for convoluted to be confusing. It is, yeah, you know, when done poorly. Yeah, um, so much stuff like the, the camera angles, the sound work, everything is so well. I think what helps put together what helped to keep the even though the plot was very convoluted, what helped to keep it clear was. That there's so few characters. Yeah. So you're not trying to keep track of a convoluted plot. They're not jumping and location, keep track location, of like 20 character, different characters yeah, that yeah. are involved in this convoluted plot. Yeah. You know, it's just these like, you know, four, uh-huh. four or five people. Yeah. And, you know, it's just a lot of twists and turns. Yeah, yeah. But, um. Although there is a bit of a weirdness, and I, I did some checking up on this because I thought maybe yeah. the copy I was watching was odd. There's a lot of weird editing in this movie that. It, be, being that everything is so finely crafted, there's there's some weird editing mistakes in the movie that are that are. It's amazing that they're in there and, and possibly unavoidable. That happens. Oh, yeah. Like there's a number of times when uh, dialogue is coming from a person but their mouth isn't moving. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, stuff like that, you know. And I was you know, at first I was like, is 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 my copy glitched up or something? And and I was like I was like, oh no no. It turns out like no, these were just like kind of unavoidable like yeah. things that happened while filming it. And I was like, oh, it's you know not. Initially noticeable, but yeah, I didn't. You know, I, didn't of those, I didn't notice. Uh, there's a there's a lot of unf- I, like uh, grip, yeah, errors in this movie. I didn't where, notice like, things like they'll that. cut back and forth in the same scene, and like the blinds in the background open, closed, open, closed, no, open, yeah, closed, and it's just like that. you know, like I, it's just like oh, that's just movies, you know. Pretty much every movie has <laughs> yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Like, but I mean, because it's such a, a limited, like you're always in the same room. Like the, the, you start to notice the flap like, in the pocket and Back <laughs> to the Future. Yes, yes. It's up and down, it's up and down, it's up and down. From shot, classic. Like constantly from classic. shot, yeah, and, yeah. and throw the entire scene. Yeah, I mean every movie, yeah, has every movie, stuff, is, yeah. no matter how it's, well crafted. It's just surprising, uh, being that so much of this movie is so like, like, like intricately yeah. like washed on that you know possibly when they filmed it they were just like this is the time we have to make this yeah. scene you, you know what dude I'm sure it's even, fine it doesn't I'm sure even things, like Stanley Kubrick movies yeah. have continuity oh, errors it, the, probably not as the many the nice thing but is, like, is you know sometimes always continuity errors sometimes continuity errors can like throw off the plot because you're like that doesn't make any sense anymore because yeah. of that in this it is just straight up like small yeah. visual blobs Flubs, I didn't know. notice things like that because I wasn't watching it in that way. Oh, uh, yeah. Because I, I just, I'd never seen it before. Yeah. I was just watching it for oh, so the story good. and it the characters. It was so good. This is such yeah. a good movie. So, so Audrey Hepburn was, uh, definitely was nominated yeah. for an Oscar, of course. Um, not surprising. But the <laughs> funny thing was is they nominated um, Ephraim Zimbalist Jr., who plays her husband, yeah. for a Golden Globe yeah. for Best Supporting Actor. <laughs> for... <laughs> He's in the movie for, like, five minutes, like, if that. Like, he's in right at the beginning and right at the end. 
Um, and I'm like, okay, I'm not saying he was bad. He's yep. a great actor. He's he's he was a big name back mm-hmm. back in the day. But like, why him for that movie? Like, like if you're gonna nominate like a best supporting actor for that movie, like how about Richard Crenna? He was yeah. amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, like. I just didn't get like I don't when I heard well, that I was like I maybe I'm just because it's before my my yeah, my yeah, time yeah. in my uh, I well impossibly it was like but I just did it's not, one of those like because of who he was I mean and, there are cases of people being nominated for like best supporting actor for bit roles for like you know two minute mm-hmm. cameo practically roles mm-hmm. and stuff but in those cases it's because they're such they make such an impact in the movie he could have been anybody the fact that he was Ephraim yeah. Good, I mean, good on him. He did a good job and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a great actor. Really could have been, but been I mean, no like, yeah. but that could have been anybody because yeah, he's yeah. literally in like three minutes. There, or there's something. actually uh, I read an interesting it's thing. Such a weird uh, about, thing. Uh, but yeah, Audrey Hepburn was freaking incredible. Alan Arkin didn't get nominated for an Oscar for no. this after just recently coming off like several Oscar nominations for yeah. some other things. Well, he is. He, he plays. He, it's not that type of character. Well, he's so uh, over the top. It, there was. It was actually kind of a big deal was made out of it because uh, of the character at, at the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because, uh, you know, he went, I mean, he plays multiple characters. Yeah. And technically, but and multiple, the, the end credits, multiple ridiculous, and, silly characters. And in the end credits gets credited for, separately for everyone. I noticed that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and in an interview, he was like, you don't get os- you don't get nominated for an Oscar by being mean to Audrey Hepburn. And so, like, he wasn't expecting an, an, an Oscar nomination. Yeah. Because, I mean, even by 67, Audrey Hepburn had been around for a while. Yeah. She still was a Hollywood darling. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, that's I get, not... No, I get it. It's a great know. quote, because that's, <laughs> yeah. that it makes perfect sense. Yeah. You know, everybody's like, oh, don't be mean to... I but she that, was amazing. I think the most surprising thing she about this really movie good. is not once in this movie did anybody say the words, wait until dark. I kept expecting... No, but it's Somebody a great title, like, though. When are we coming back? We'll wait until dark or something. No, but, that'd be that'd be cheesy. Yeah, you, you know, it's the, it's a great title because though. of the age of the movie. Yeah. I, I felt, but it is a great title. I also I like mm-hmm. the because it because it doesn't. It's a great title because it it's kind of ominous, but it doesn't really tell you anything really about what the movie is. No, no, but I, I went in totally blind, it, other than knowing Audrey Hepburn. Uh, oh yeah. In an unintentional pun. <laughs> um, but on that note, actually, regarding the title, actually, one other, th- the very, like, it's my very they first... They could have given this some real, this movie could have had some real bad titles. It's my very first note, Yeah, but it's pretty much the last thing yeah. on my list of notes, because I uh-huh. sort of went out of order. Yeah. But um, oh, I'm all over the, the title, <laughs> the titles, as in the actual oh, yes, yeah. on-screen titles of the movie, I really liked how they were done. Mm-hmm. Um the thing is, movies from this era, it seems like you either had the super elaborate, like, designed kind of title sequences a la James Bond movies yeah, and things right, like right. that, or you just had, like, really plain... Just, like, title card, boring, couple of credit you know, cards, yeah. moved, and then you're into the movie, you know, yeah. This one fell in between mm-hmm. really nicely, where mm-hmm. the titles were still fairly plain, but they were definitely really well thought out. Because they did this whole um, black and gray uh, sort of motif where it kind of went back and forth. Uh And especially the title uh, itself, when it shows Wait Until Dark on screen, and the way it's done where it basically fades because it's gray 
like the weight yeah. is like great, and then like until is below it, and it's a darker it's gray, like, and then dark is below that, and it's black. black. So yeah. it sort of fades down. Yeah, it's like in a the gradient titles. into the title. Oh yeah, man, yeah. It, yeah, it was yeah. great, but it's still just gray and black. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's not psychedelic. You know, it's not it's it's 1967. It's a summer of love. Yeah, yeah. Psychedelic no. flowers sprouting get, out. It, silly. It, you know, like, like we said before, it's it uh, fits it's, the movie it's a so well. Card from a Hitchcock film. Like yeah, yeah but it, it fits the movie so well but it just you know having that black and that gray mm-hmm. going into black it kind of represents it, like it kind of references almost like the way the movie kind of has it's pretty muted you know there's not a lot of like bright colors in this movie it's pretty muted and then it like sort of gets darker and darker yeah and it sort of fits with the title obviously but it sort of gets darker and darker as both in the sense of like literally the story gets darker mm-hmm. but also in terms of you know, as uh, in terms of um, the the actual darkness in the climax and stuff, where yeah, yeah. you know, where she's where she's taking out all the oh, lights yeah. and everything, like like that was obviously really well thought out, mm-hmm. and I thought that was super cool. Oh yeah, I really liked, no, uh, I really uh, definitely. Uh, uh, thanks to your dad for for bringing this to our attention, yeah, requesting yeah. this so we could watch it. Yeah, and he uh, actually bought the DVD. And had it shipped to me. Oh, nice! So that I would nice. have a copy. Yeah, so I could no. Watch it. Uh, this this so, uh, this was cool. really enjoyable. Yeah. Um, and there's actually a couple of special features on the DVD that I, oh, I will nice. definitely check oh, out. Yeah. Check I didn't out, have yeah. time before we did the podcast, and I'm sure that if I had had a chance to see the special features, I'm sure I would have had yeah, like yeah. way more to say, <laughs> and we, this would have gone on way yeah. too long. Um, but I'm happy with what we yeah. what we got through. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, we're up against the clock a little bit here. No, that's so. fine. Nope. I, um, I'm, I'm done. Yeah, no, uh, much, I, I like... covered... Uh, this movie is... Uh, I mean, it's... Uh, I, I only vaguely knew about it, mostly because it was an Audrey Hepburn movie. Yeah. I'm a fan of Audrey Hepburn. But this is a quite well-renowned... Like, if you look at a lot of, like... Uh, lists of like top thriller movies this yeah, is yeah. on there this is an AFI it top 100 really good. This is, I, it was really yeah. good I think the only thing if I was going to say one negative thing about it um, besides just like nitpicky things oh, obviously yeah, 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 yeah. No. but if I was going to say one really negative thing about it I would say that I do feel that the Alan Arkin character the rote character was a little over the top too, was yeah. too over the top because I realized they were trying to portray him as like a real dangerous psychopath but I felt could like have been he, done a little more he was so over the top that Compared to everyone it else. almost kind of took you out of yeah. the movie a bit yeah. for some of his scenes because he was so different from every yeah. other character in the movie. Yeah. And particularly with the the characters that he plays, the disguises yeah. and stuff, that bordered, like, what is that going, bordered yeah. on silly at yeah, times. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, I really don't feel like that fits this movie. I feel it's one of those things that is either like maybe didn't translate from the play so much. Well, yeah, because it is a bit stagey. Or I guess. just shows like it's a reminder that oh, this movie's from 1967. Yeah. And sometimes you get and maybe it's like a bit that. stagey, yeah. Yeah, yeah, or maybe yeah. it is intended yeah. to be like a little bit of like weird comic relief. Yeah, I don't because there isn't really a whole lot a whole of other lot. No. comedy no. in this. So I mean, maybe. Yeah. But I just thought it was weird. That would yeah. that'd be the one thing that I would be a bit down on if I was going to be down yeah. on something. Yeah. Um. But otherwise, yeah. I was no. I loved it definitely. If you want to see a good thriller, especially watch if this. you don't mind kind of slightly yeah. older movies, you know. Um. Like, Vintage. It's, uh, I didn't check beforehand, uh, but, uh, I'm sure this is probably not that hard a movie to find or get a hold of. Not really, I mean... I uh, had no issues getting a hold of it. No, it's, um, it's pretty, no, it's pretty common. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, excellent. Um, d- that definitely, two thumbs up, full recommend on this. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Especially if you, like, I, I know some people just don't really like 
even you know older movies at all so yeah sometimes it's like okay if it's if it's like doesn't have a lot of the trappings of old movies like the pacing is really good and the you know a lot of people i know don't like old movies like older movies because of the pacing is often a little slower but uh, i i feel this movie yeah. being that it's a thriller the yeah. pacing is thriller pacing yeah uh, not michael not jackson thriller pacing but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not too long no. and you know so no no um yeah so uh i guess that's it for this week yeah um Next week, I think uh, we've decided we're going to do a full episode and talk about the Jessica Jones TV series. Yeah, yeah, okay, so, yeah, right, for sure. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I kind of, okay, so you finished the show, the, 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 the season before. Just before Christmas, yeah. Uh, way before I did. Yeah. Because I just finished. Um, because I compulsive disorder, I had to, I had, it was so good, I just had to keep watching it. Yeah, you know, okay. Well, we'll, we'll, t- we'll talk about, we'll it, next talk about it next week. But it was good. But yeah. I've I've already addressed how it's almost pushing the limits of what I can handle in yeah. terms of um, character abuse, down- downerness, and, and character abuse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll get all into all that when yeah. we're talking about it next week. But next I just week. wanted to quickly sort of explain that, like, I know we don't normally do TV stuff, and we never normally would, yeah. because how do you just kind of sum up? Like a whole TV show, yeah, yeah, yeah. in like you know, uh, uh, even in like a one hour, yeah. you know, uh, podcast or whatever. But I feel Being with this, this is a limited. Okay, let's thing. put it this way. For example, this was the second of the Netflix Marvel shows that they're doing right now. Yeah, the first one being Daredevil. That was, that show was awesome. Um, that came a little bit earlier in the year, um, but when Daredevil's first season ended i felt like okay that whole first season was like an introductory season yeah and it really needed a second season because yeah. he doesn't even really become daredevil really until almost the until end, the yeah. end of the season it's like a batman begins kind yeah, of thing yeah, yeah, it yeah, takes yeah. the whole season to sort of get to where he really really is daredevil as we yeah. know him but the thing about the jessica jones series and the first season is like i almost feel like and it was really good, and and I'm sure there will be another season because oh, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. reaction to it was really for positive sure, and stuff. Sure. I'm sure there will be another season. Um, they've talked about how it might be a little bit tricky, kind of squeezing it in soon they got because so they got so much on their plate. But um, I'm sure there will be another season. But story wise, doesn't need one at no, all. Because no, she Char- it, and character wise, like story wise yeah. and character wise, it doesn't need one at all. Not, the, the, this season is a completely self contained, yeah. fully. Uh, uh, realized story. Yeah, that's like it's just like watching. It's much easier. It's to like talk about. it's like watching a thirteen part, you know, miniseries or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. it's yeah. like a you know thirteen hour movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you can address it that way. Yeah. So that's what we're gonna do. Yeah. Um, obviously we're not gonna get into like super super detailed discussion because yeah. it would be a six hour podcast, right? But we will talk about it in general yeah. terms. What probably we just a, I mean, probably just a lot of character. What we liked like, about it, yeah, what yeah, we didn't like as much about it, mm-hmm. and that sort of stuff. Um, just a general overview of our feelings about it. But I basically, you had brought it up as a possibility, yeah. And I was like, well, I don't know, because I was still like halfway through, through it, if, yeah, yeah. if that at that point. And then on my last like days off there, I just powered through, yeah. It was really pretty much on one day. I powered wow. through um, and finished it up. And as so- literally, like, as soon as I finished it, I like messaged him. It was just like, I think we need to talk oh, about yeah. this show on the on the. We, we <laughs> did. The, we ended up doing the same thing we did with Daredevil. It was like every few days we'd watch one yeah. until we got about the halfway mark, and then it was like. 
and we'd start watching two. Yeah. And then and then we're like, well, there's only four left. Uh, yeah. And then it was like, and then like, sounds so like that it sounds was like, like one of those like Saturday afternoons. That sounds and we like just a, like dumped the last three on like a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, it sounds like <laughs> us. That sounds like us when we got into twenty four. Yeah, exactly. Just like, like oh, well, well, there's only like two more left in the season we might as well just finish the season, season right it's 10 o'clock at night yeah, yeah. <laughs> after mean, we've already watched we've already four, watched four yeah. might as well just do the next two yeah, to finish exactly. off this season yeah, yeah. yeah. but uh, <laughs> but yeah so we're going to be talking about the jessica jones tv series uh next week yep and then after that episode 30 and that will be our top, top five of 2015 yes oh so excited about that are you uh <laughs> super stressed but also i'm like literally stressed <laughs> don't about be it. stressed about it the <laughs> whole the point is way. it's supposed to be fun i'm, I'm not i'm this not stressed in a bad fun. way i'm uh um I, I'm self-stressed, you know. Yeah, uh, fair enough. <laughs> I'm pleasantly agitated. Oh, uh, that's that sounds that's like something else, else entirely. <laughs> yeah. um, you so can yeah. be pleasantly agitated elsewhere from me. Thank so, you. So, uh, thank you very much for tuning in this week, everybody. Yeah. And uh, I guess until next week, I'm Chris. Uh, oh, I'm Emmett. Cheers. Bye. <laughs>